0: hello and welcome everyone um this is another uh foundational type episode where i'm just going to talk a bit about my journey with alcohol um also on that note um i would love to hear other people's journeys with alcohol um and if you know if you've had a transformation um how your life is now um if you would like to email me at elaine at soberhood.com.au um i'd love to uh read it out on on the podcast one day so i mean i guess i'm irish i mean i am irish and i mean that's no reason to be a massive drinker but um you know i find most cultures these days um are steeped in alcohol so um I grew up in Ireland where that was no different. Um alcohol was everywhere and um I probably started drinking I mean from the age of 13 and probably most weekends from that age, you know, which is crazy to think. My poor 13-year-old brain, you know, <laughs> what I must have done to it. Um but alcohol was everywhere and um you know, we all had really young parents um, who were still kind of growing up themselves, you know. They were only in their 20s or 30s, you know, or very, very early 20s when they had us. And I say us because it was me and my group of friends and most people I knew actually where you just wanted to start experimenting with alcohol as soon as you, can, you could. Um. So we stole alcohol from um our parents cupboards and we'd mix it all together and drink it i mean it was horrific um but it did the job um so i remember i think i we have the junior search in ireland which is sort of like this three years before your last high school exams so there's sort of preparation for your high school exams so I remember we finished our exams and that night we all went drinking and like the thing is you know we're drinking things like gin and whiskey I mean that would knock an adult for six and it certainly knocked us for six um anyway so we um were out had a few drinks that night and I got really sick and passed out and my friend had to um call my dad and my dad had to take me home and i remember waking up the next morning with a hangover and going wow i mean i didn't know that that's what it was but i was felt like truly awful and i was like what the hell is this and then my dad made me wash both cars um as a punishment which again was terrible with the hangover, but sure, I was only 13. So I recovered pretty quick from that. Um, and, you know, I think my parents were shocked, but I don't think they were that shocked because honestly, I mean, it was kind of, um, you know, not that unheard of that people would start experimenting with alcohol, um, at that young, um, so I guess, you know, I've been drinking since since that young and, you know, it's 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 taken that long for me to get used to, um, you know, using alcohol as a coping mechanism, as something to do when you enjoy, you know, when you're having a party, when you're celebrating, when you're commiserating. So it's going to take a while, <laughs> you know, for for any of us to adjust to not having it. Um, and there's a University of Oxford study that found that the amount of alcohol you consume is directly related to the amount of shrinkage in your brain, specifically the hippocampus, which is associated with memory and reasoning. So that's, you know, one of the reasons why I just really strongly believe that you cannot moderate. As soon as you have that first drink, your your reasoning and decision making capabilities are uh, reduced, um, which should lead you to have, having the second drink. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I continued drinking a lot into my teens. I worked in a pub when I was 17. Um, then I worked in, um, a restaurant for years and that would be, you know, all through college as well. Um, you know, when you work in hospitality, I, I know that, you know, you kind of knock off at about 2 a.m. and then you, you go drinking with everyone that you've been working with. So that was uh, more alcohol there. Um, drank a lot through college. Um, and then also um, when I moved, I moved to London when I was 24 or got my first job. Um, so there was lots of alcohol and lots of drugs as well. And you know, I got myself into so many dangerous situations, um, and situations that I look back now and think, I mean, just please, please, I hope my son is never in th- those situations, and I, I guess you know, part of the reason, I mean, one of the reason, no, the 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 reason that I had this awakening to stop drinking um was when my son was born um I just thought you know I don't want that life for you um but anyway I'll get to that so um all through London as well I was very depressed in London like the weather was terrible but also like the culture you know it's cold rainy windy so it's a very big pub and um club culture um so the weekends were like you know start Friday night and finish Sunday and suffer till Wednesday or Thursday and start the cycle all over again you know so um you know had some fabulous times as well but could have had those and not the lows you know um so then I moved to Australia when I was 28 I think um again just continued the drinking and the drugs but started noticing that um my my mood was definitely better like because the lifestyle kind of fed more into being outdoors in the sun and at the beach and it was like you felt a lot worse staying in bed all day on a a beautiful sunny day with a hangover you know um but that didn't 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 stop me still i just still felt that i suppose at that point i felt how could I not drink, like, I wouldn't, like, everyone drinks, how, it's like eating food, like, it's, I mean, I, I, at that point, you know, I was of the opinion that people who didn't drink um, were boring, and were weird, and why, why would, why wouldn't they drink, you know, um, I didn't really know about the damaging effects of alcohol, and I certainly didn't have to be a parent and try and um, parent with a hangover. So um, that was a new new uh, form of torture. So, yeah, continued drinking. And then when I had my son, I just sort of, I literally had an awakening. Like, I remember, you know, two weeks after he was born, having a glass of wine and um, vomiting it straight back up. And like, I was like, oh my God, like what, what has that done to my body that my body's just rejecting it, you know, um, which kind of blew my mind. Um, so yeah, I, you know, had many a night out with the girls. I used to call it, uh, mom's gone wild, um, you know, which is funny, but, like, I mean, it wasn't funny when I spent all Saturday and Sunday in bed listening to my son playing outside with his dad and me vomiting and just feeling so bad about myself um, and just really hating myself. And then, you know, coming, it's coming to the Thursday or the Friday and it's like, oh, well, you know, it's time to treat myself now with a glass of wine um so the cycle would continue again and it it just kind of got wor- worse and, and and worse and my you know i was ha- having um relationship issues as well um and we had decided to separate um but you know we were in the process of separating which which you know takes takes a while So, you know, I was just in a place where I had, I have endometriosis as well and alcohol really inflames that and inflames your body. Um, and it just made it so much worse. So, you know, I was just feeling desperately sad and feeling like life was just a relentless struggle and it would never get better, you know, um, in constant pain and, you know, our, it was just, it was just so hard, so difficult, and I'd been having, like, some, some panic attacks as well, um, you know, after drinking, um, I had been trying to parent hungover, which is, honestly, I used to call it, like, Guantanamo Bay-style torture, it's just so hard, um, and I just hated it, because I didn't have time for my son, I just was counting down the minutes for him to go to bed, um, So that I could have another drink or I could just have a break. You know, I couldn't cope with him. I couldn't play with him. I couldn't give him, you know, the best side of his mom. You know, I was short with him. I was agitated. I was... I just felt like I just didn't want that for him. Um, I didn't want that for me anymore. (laughs) Um, I wanted to model for him... What like healthy coping mechanisms, a healthy approach to, um, celebrating, a healthy, you know, treating yourself, your body with respect and love, um, you know, and I, ne- I did not know what that looked like. I had never, never treated myself, my body, with love, and that was really and I, 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 uh, excuse me, eye-opener for me. Um, It was a breakthrough, I suppose. I just thought, wow, God, I mean, I, you know, I take care of my son. I love him so much. I give him the right foods. Why aren't I doing this for me? And it really made me question how I treated myself for as long as I could remember. Um, So I guess the sort of breaking point was... I had been on a massive Christmas party with my work um and the next day we had to travel uh five hours up the coast for a christmas party uh coast of Australia. you know it was sweltering in the car, forty degrees uh, christmas traffic um the aircon didn't work um you know it was already going to be in a really stressful situation and like I had the hangover from hell as well and my brain just couldn't cope and I just like started hyperventilating and crying and I just wanted to run and escape and I remember my son just looking at me and kind of like half smiling sort of confused but you know he was just confused and a bit scared and it must have been just so unnerving for him to see his his mom like that and I just can't get that image out of my mind of his face. And I remember arriving where we were staying and going into the bedroom and sitting on the bed and like looking up to who, to the universe, and saying, if you please make this panic and pain stop and I will never drink again. Um, and I guess that was sort of my rock bottom. Um, I didn't drink again. I mean, I had actually had a glass of wine the next day because it was Christmas Day. But I didn't drink again after that Um, till I had the relapse two weeks ago. But, you know, I started... It just really started me on this journey of healing um, and of putting my life together. And I'm not even saying back together because what it was before, I, I didn't recognise... Uh, that I was so disconnected from my body from who I was I didn't know who I was I certainly didn't love myself I didn't treat myself with respect I didn't expect anyone else to treat me with respect um, you know I I just started on this road to to shedding my old skin and discovering what it was like to be present to the reality of life um the ups and downs the feelings the emotions <clears throat> um and actually being present so that you know you can really you know the amazing thing is yes it's hard and you know some days where th- things are really painful you know I think about alcohol a lot and I think about wanting that escape but the days where it's amazing and beautiful and joyous like they are equally as amazing because you know you're not hungover you're not numbing yourself with alcohol you know even you're not celebrating with alcohol as well which you know effectively numbs the feelings and the emotions and it always I mean I always forgot everything so I always then forgot the amazing fun or celebration or beautiful things that were happening So, I mean, it's a big journey and part of that, I mean, it never ends and healing never ends. Um, Trauma, we all have trauma. It's just part of being a human and living this human experience. But one big thing that I believe is that at that point, I stopped becoming a victim and I started taking responsibility for my life I started saying you know yes things have happened to me and yes you know I had no control over that I was a child and you know trauma all those things but now I have control now you know those things happened to me but I now have the choice to move forward or to decide how I move forward and it was really a big turning point where i said i'm not i 'm not going to be the victim any anymore. I decide what happens with my life, and it's it was a slow process, but it really started with taking responsibility and you know starting to love myself and what that looks like i 'll go into more in another episode, but you know, it's it's starting to sort of repair into yourself. Um, do nice things for yourself. Keep promises to yourself. Um, not put yourself in situations where you don't want to be in. Um, feeding your body with good food. You know, most of the time. I mean, we all have. I mean, i you know have takeaway a couple of times a week. I'm not. I'm not an angel, but you know, treating yourself with the love and gentleness and respect that you deserve as, you know, a human being. We all came into this world like just perfect. Um, and it's, you know, a daily practice to try and <clears throat> bring more of that um, innocence um, out. So yeah, I guess that's just a short snippet of my life and my my journey with alcohol um I'll always try and share and be vulnerable with more stories as we go through this process together as I said I'd love to hear from you guys as well um I was going to leave you with a poem but I can't find it so um oh no I was going to leave you with a story well something that I saw yesterday a nice cartoon it was um so there's two pieces of coal one was like the mommy coal and uh, there's the baby coal and the mommy coal is saying to the baby piece of coal you know your dad's been under a lot of pressure lately and they're looking over to their dad and their dad is a diamond and he's got a hat on and a briefcase and he's a diamond and it just really resonated with me because it was like yes like the, sh- the shit times in life really um show you how strong you are and if you can be present to those moments no I mean ex- those extremely painful moments as present as you can be um you know that's when the the diamonds start to appear in your life um and yeah it just teaches you so much and You know, although that separation and really, you know, my whole life up to that point, there was a lot of pain, a lot of confusion. I felt lost up to that point. um, You know, it led to this. It led to me. It led to me being on this journey of awakening. And I'm glad it happened, even though it was extremely painful. Um, So yeah, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, want to say thank you and love to you and yours and see you in the next episode.